Hi, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to another edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. We're coming to you from the QRL studios in Queensland. I'm here with Steve Renoff. Uh, Steve, how are you going? Yeah, good, mate. Um, it's uh, been a great week, uh, you know, leading into the finals, start of the uh, NRLW and you know, plenty of things happening outside of that. Yes, well, um, uh, Kevin, look, we're doing this on uh, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, last night, Kevin was uh, offered the Broncos job. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he's, just, uh, he's in the QRL building as we speak, Steve. <laughs> he's having some sort of a meeting. Yes. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff going on at the moment. But, I wonder if uh, he'll catch him on the way out. Hey? I thought you were going to go into the boardroom, Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would go in well, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but um, you must be pretty happy. Yeah. We're right at the pointy end of this, obviously, and uh, he's... He's the next Broncos coach. Let's face it. Yeah, and that's great. Um, yeah, you know, I, look, I, I think that's the best move that possibly could have happened. And without a doubt, this team will, will benefit. This club will benefit um, from him being the new coach. Well, you've you certainly campaigned for this for a few years, Steve. Uh, I spoke to Chris Johns last mm. night, and he said every old boy will celebrate this moment. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, because it just that, especially at this time of um, at the moment in time, this is probably what's needed. He's um, the the club couldn't be any lower. Um, wooden spooners, and first time in their history, they really need a lift. And I think Kevin Walters is it. I'm, mm. I'm glad they realise that. You put out an apology. For what happened on your social media? Yeah, you know, just you know, because we we've never been there before, and um, you know, you, you still feel a responsibility, even though um, you're not playing with that group. Um, you know, just just apologise because those fans have, were good to me back in the day. So you sort of just try and say to them, look, you know, um, <clears throat> sorry, that's our club. Um, sorry, that's where we are. Or well, you know. Where we where we've come to this year, but it's only going to be positive going on from this year. Mm. Well, I thought to talk about the possibility of Craig Bellamy joining um, Kevin Walters in in twenty twenty two. Obviously, the Broncos have had numerous yeah. cracks at Craig Bellamy and come up short every time. So you just don't know where this is going. Well, that's right. Obviously, I mean, it'd be great to have. Oh, without board. a doubt, I mean, Craig Bellamy is a good person and a very smart as as, as we've seen and. He gets on with Kevin. That's another good thing. So they're mates. Um, they go they go back to Canberra days together, and um, they've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that pans out. Obviously, Craig's uh, made it clear that he's not um, he's put all negotiations or talk of any. Not that he, he didn't actually say there were any. No. Um, he said he had had some conversations with um, uh, various clubs. Obviously, keen to recruit him. As why wouldn't you be? It's yeah. Be like Wayne Bennett. Everyone wants Craig Bellamy on their on board yeah. and everyone wants Wayne if he's available and that's the million dollar question and Craig said to me the other day in an interview I did with um, the Courier Mail we went up to Sunshine Coast and we did an interview with Craig went for about 20 minutes and he spoke about his uh, the, the amount of uh, energy and passion he puts into every moment of his coaching so next year could be the end for, well he, he said at this stage, he's intending on retiring as a head coach at the end of next year. So moving into that part-time coaching director role probably suits. Oh, without a doubt. You know, he, as you say, I mean, you can only do, the and the way he does it, for so long. As he said, he puts every second of his time into coaching, and that's got to drain you after a while. So, But he's got still got plenty to offer. 
Okay, Steve, they're the big talking points as far as coaching and the Broncos are concerned. The big talking point on Friday night will be Panthers hosting the Roosters at Panthers Stadium in Penrith. The Roosters getting a shellacking <laughs> off the South Sydney Rabbitohs, a record score for Souths against... Amazing. Uh, where, did, where did that come from? So, sorry, South against the Roosters. Yeah, it, it was just amazing to... Who would have... No one would ever thought we'd had that scoreline, you know, 60 points. Um, geez, mm. they must be disappointed. But how good were the Rabbits? And uh, Cody Walker and uh, playing behind that, that forward pack and just took advantage. And, um, geez, they... It was really good rugby league to watch. Well, the, the Roosters do get Brett Morris, um, Joey Manu, uh, Isaac Liu, and um, uh, Lindsay Collins, who's been great off the bench back from last week. Um, so that's a big plus for them to have those guys yeah. back. But then again, the Panthers, who are minor premiers, get Dylan Edwards, Stephen Crichton, and uh, Viliami Kikau back to the side if they were rested. So both teams strengthened from last week. The only difference being that Penrith had a convincing win over Canterbury and um, the Roosters um, had a, like we just said, a mm. copped a walloping and no, no sides had 50 points put on them and won the comp so they're going to have to make history. There's a lot of soul searching to do. Believe it or not we're saying this the first week into the finals for that unit, that, that team of boys because um, there's no way Robinson, no coach would have wanted that coming into the finals and we you know we always talk about Wayne says about momentum coming in to have that put on you the, the last game of the season, the regular season before finals, it really can put a team off because um, they've got a week of soul searching to go, what happened there? Um, and look, Trent Bar- uh, sorry, Trent Robinson's a really good coach. Um, he'll get them back up. But, you know, Penrith have just been on the roll, um, been so consistent. Um, I, I just can't see that. And the game's been played out at Penrith. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a great match. I don't think you'll see the same side that went out for the Roosters the other night um, on the weekend, but um, I can't see them rolling the Panthers. Well, there's nothing to suggest the Panthers are going to crack under pressure. They'll just go from strength to strength. Oh. How good's Jerome Luai been oh, at number six? He- hasn't he? I mean, yeah, yeah he stepped up. Uh, I remember when he debuted, he had a blinder, then he sort of dropped dropped out of the situation for a while but this year has been his breakthrough year been amazing mm. well I've just watched him I mean I don't get to see him live very often but watching him on the television he, he he's one of these players that looks the opposition right I've done, <laughs> yes. noticed him he looks him in the eye as he runs to them yeah. and that must be quite disorienting is it Steve when yeah. someone does that because you don't know what he's going to do and he leaves it to the last minute but I'm noticing and, I've and watched he, him closely he's looking right in the eyes he'll of carry the, the ball in two hands too which which yeah. is another big thing it's hard to to do, um, uh, but good players have done it in the past. So once again, that puts mm. him in two minds: the looking, but also because he, he's got the option to go either way with that ball, and he, he does. He mesmerises the defence in every part of what he does with his footwork and his running, and and you know his eye contact. So. He's a very smart player. Have you noticed that yourself? The way he looks the opposition yes. in the eye. What, what, tell us as a footballer, why do you do that? Um, it, it's it's around. You can judge. It's it's around watching. Uh, it, it's uh, you know body movements, even though they're in motion. Um, you can see where a player's momentum is is leaned towards in defence. And um, we got taught that defensively, mm. um, where they which foot is up and which is back, and just little things like that. And you can yeah. it sort of helps with you know. Uh, 
getting them or you know sucking them in. A um, lot of lot of there's a lot in rugby league, believe it or not, around. That's what we always say: have a look up and fr- look up, you know, to the mm. current players, and that's what he does really well. Mm. Okay, well, the, obviously the Roosters got decimated down that um, side. Uh, what was it? Their right mm, side. Yeah. But isn't that where we're going to find the Morris and Manu on the weekend? Yes. So that's going to make a difference, you would think. Look, this is a game which, look, no, not many teams come back from 60 points thrashing the week no. before and come back and win, but I, I think the Roosters can. Yeah, okay. I, I really believe that this is that, that's just like, I feel it's like a blip on the radar last week, and I, I just think we're going to see the real Roosters this week. So I think it's going to be a very close match. Decided by maybe a field goal. That's how yeah, close I think it, it could be. It'll definitely be a tight match, um, mm. but I, I, you know, home ground advantage, um, playing out at Penny Pan, you know, Penrith Panthers, and that's always tough anyway. Um, but to yeah. to go out there, but definitely, yeah, we we won't see that same Roosters team. Yeah. Okay. Along well, the tip, the Panthers by a cup, a point or two. That's how close I think it could come yeah. down. Nathan Cleary field goal because I don't think the Roosters. Are going to play like that, and they're, they're masters of finals football. Guys like Kiri, yeah. Jarabari Hargreaves, um, unfortunately, uh, Jake Friends out with that head knock. Tedesco, these guys know what it takes to win finals, and this is new experience for a lot of these Panthers. So it is finals football is different, isn't it? Steve? Oh, it is. It's just a, it's another level up, and you just got that added pressure. Um, you, you're really much in the pressure cooker coming mm. into these. Well, the um, the next game we've got on the finals uh, radar is on Saturday night at, at GIA Stadium in Canberra, where, where the Raiders, who um, had that uh, great win last week, with honestly a team of nobodies. Not no disrespect to, mm. but just that many players and new players, and they had a new captain, and. Ricky Stewart must be so impressed with the depth he has has at this club, and obviously all the first graders are back this week for the big one. And um, you know, but as you said, Joel, very impressive. Oh, very much so. Well, we're not going to go through the ins and outs here because it's just the it's basically they're back to the the best players they have available, yeah. both sides. I really, I mean, one bloke that did play last week, uh, Tom Starling. How good's he been? The hooker, like when um, Josh Hodgson went down, there were probably question marks. And I, about whether the Raiders could cope with that. And I, I asked Ricky that in a presser. And you could see um, it was an opportunity for him to say, you know, well, you might have doubted, but we never did. And we knew what we yeah. had. And you know, Ricky said, we know what's within these walls here. And of course, and, and that's what Ricky's like, he, he really backs his players. And we see with Tom Starling, he's been worth backing, hasn't he? Because he's been fa- phenomenal. Hey, it will, it, they, number nine. Well, in, in a way, they haven't missed... Hodgson, you know, it's um, he's come in and, and done just as good a job. Uh, <laughs> you reckon? To, yeah, yeah you know what I mean. He's phenomenal, though, isn't it? Yeah, that he, he has. He, he has. has. Never missed a beat, really. No, he hasn't. And, you know, good on Ricky. You know, he showed faith in these young fellas, and they've come through for him. Well, Wade Graham's uh, back in his uh, preferred position in the back row. He's had to play a few positions lately because yeah. of the injuries to Cronulla. Um, Chad Townsend's a lot resting on his shoulders without Sean Johnson. Uh, although Connor Tracy has done some pretty good things yeah. there at five, I've been quite impressed with him. Um, look, the, this is a very good Raiders side. Uh, Bateman is the match winner. Uh, the Dynamis Louie, he was on fire last week in the first 20 minutes. He had so many runs. I think we. I, I was watching that game up in Toowoomba with family, and uh, we were saying, I think after 
a few minutes, he had 55 metres, and we worked out if he kept that going, he'd have, on that ratio, he'd have 820 metres for the game. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> but he was he was brilliant. He only scored yeah. a double in, within the first little period. Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, they really came out, didn't they? They uh, did. Like, it was great to see. And he's, he's come ahead in leaps and bounds, Denarius Louis. Uh, uh, very great. Look, and they've got, obviously, Jack Whiten um, is just, you know, just as important. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Mm. Um, if he goes out there and does, you know, takes that line, he's a big, strong thing, and um, he, you know, when he runs the ball, that's when you know he, he's having a good night. Yeah. Well, I can't see anything other than a Raiders win here. Yeah. Same, so, mate. Yeah. You, know, you just write them down now as the winners of this match. If if Cronulla wins, it'll be one of the great victories in their history, away from home. They do get Talakai back, which is a big bonus. Yeah. He's he's won games for them with some of his performances. Uh, but look, I just cannot see. Uh, this this Canberra side with Soliola, um, Havili, Young and Harawir and Nair on the bench. That's a very yeah. good bench. That's an informed bench. Great punch. And um, that's on the back of a very strong pack and a dynamo back line. So oh. how do they get beaten? Well, they'll only beat themselves. So that, that'll be the thing that the old saying goes. And hmm. um, Ricky would be quietly confident, um, especially after last week's performance. He, <clears throat> he rested a lot of players. These guys will be up for it. Okay, for the Melbourne Storm, they've got a few injury concerns here uh, with um, Tui uh, Kamikamika um, was an uh, ankle problem. I think he was also uh, going to be suspended, was he? Um, I'm pretty sure. Mm. But anyway, he's he's out of the side. Uh, he he would have been in there. Uh, Dale Finucane hasn't um, come up, so he's not in the team either. Yeah, okay. So it's still a strong forward oh. pack, uh, though, Steve, really, isn't it? I mean, the Melbourne Storm got beat by the Dragons without most of their team last week. Um, but they get the, the master, the two Camerons back, uh, Cameron Smith and Cameron Munster. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> They've all had a break. Uh, Nelson Asofa's at lock. Um, Tino's off the bench. Welsh and Jesse Bromwich in the middle. It's, it's a f- great forward pack still, isn't it? It's just, just uh, they're not going to lack anything. Um, at Suncorp. Yeah, at Suncorp. Saturday yeah. night. Yeah. They haven't lost in Queensland yet this year. Yeah, I look. Well, for even longer than Smith that. Smith and Bellamy goes without saying. Well, it does, doesn't it? I mean, the Eels left it a bit late uh, to, to beat the Tigers last week, but good news for them is that Dylan Brown is back in the team. Now, that is a big in. Yeah. So he's been named to return early from ankle surgery at 5'8". So that's that's huge for them. Yeah. Um, this, this, what do you huge. think? This is a, you reckon this will be closer than what you think? I mean, this is going to be a tough match, but um, It'll be closer than last time the two sides met at Suncorp Stadium. That was in Magic Round last year, and I th- think this was it. Was it? Was that when it was? And that was a sixty-four ten result where Pappenhausen announced himself as a yeah. fullback of some yes. some note. He he played thirty-two minutes and just tore the place to shreds. Well, let's, let's see that again. You know, it's they've. They can do it, definitely, the Storm. They can pull a team apart and they can frustrate a team, and I think that's what they'll do. Mm. Um, they'll want to tie up that middle, um, without a doubt. And there, there's some fours in that um, in the Parramatta pack can get sucked into that, um, mm. to be honest. Yep. Uh, just, just to, I watch the way they play and how they carry themselves, and I think Storm will take advantage of that. Yeah, I think it's going to be... I think you're right, Steve. I think this game's going to be closer than people think. Um, but Parramatta's... Got some uh, good players in this side that can create pl- 
plenty. I think the end of Dylan Brown makes them a lot more dangerous yeah. on both sides of the field. Yeah. So, they just they just the pressure won't be on Parramatta this time either. There's been yeah. a lot of heat on them at the, lately to yeah. perform, and they've had a lot of critics. But there'll be no no one's expecting Parramatta to win this game. So. No, well that's right. They come up here just you know know their job and hopefully get it done. Um, you know whether or not they they've got we can always say yes they do have the strike power but uh, as I said uh, they can be frustrated out of the game by this Melbourne Storm team and I'm sure they'll be targeting uh, that middle to do that um, you know and I, I'm backing the Storm I think the Storm will um, you know the way they play their game they can pull this, pull the opposition apart whenever they want and um, I'm sure Cam Smith will do the same this week Yeah I agree Steve I think uh, Melbourne for sure to win this game and, and have another week off the final match of this final series, first week, is Rabbits versus the Knights at ANZ Stadium on Sunday afternoon. Who would have thought, um, going into last week, the Knights probably would have fancied their chances of beating the Titans, but they got absolutely walloped, yeah. uh, courtesy of an AJ Brimson masterclass, and a, um, Ash Taylor was also on song. The Knights were, were woeful, right across the yeah. field they really were, um, and the other side the rabbits well they were on absolute fire Cody Walker <laughs> is that the best game you've ever seen from yeah 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 you know uh, two tries he would four or five assists um and he was just on fire and as I said you do you do you call this pack an underrated pack um or not underrated but Cody Walker and and Reynolds, they can only do that stuff if they've got good boys and you know good men in the middle and um, they definitely have that, but geez, it was it caught me by surprise. I, you know, watched this match and I just couldn't. You know, for me as a as a back, I loved it. I thought it was great. All, all these tries being scored, but they just they just didn't take the foot off the pedal, did they? They didn't, and I think when you ask, is it an underrated pack? I think you underestimate them at your own peril. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Sewer's back from suspension. That's a big in. That's a big in. He hurts people. Yeah. Um, Sewer, he really does, and he's he's a throwback to the the days of Peter Ryan and. Trevor yeah. Gilmeister and Tony Carroll. He really is a, a beast. And I love the way he goes about it. And uh, he's going to add some real sting to that um, defence. Yeah. So. Oh, I've had this conversation before about him. I had people say to me when he was at the Broncos that, you know, had all these young forwards coming through at the time. And someone said to me back when he was very new at the club that this is the best kid out of a lot of them. Mm. Um, you know, he's starting to show that sort of form. Well, the Knights missed a trick last week. They could have had a home final if they got their act together and they were probably expecting Roosters to beat Souths, yeah. but that, you can't expect anything in this comp. And <clears throat> I just think that South Sydney is on a roll here and some of their backline play on the back of what those forwards do is magic. Corey Allen's coming ahead leaps and bounds under Bennett. Kendall yeah. Graham's a, a rep player of the future. Um, but look, it, it's hard. To it's go hard. past the, the the bunnies here. Yeah, it, it is hard. I mean, I'm obviously, um, they were at opposite ends of the table last week. And I've been probably, in a way, a little bit disappointed in, in the drop-off um, from the Knights, to be honest. I, I still think they don't have their, uh, you know, just their uh, moves or um, combinations working to weird this time of the season. Mm. It's nearly like they, they drop in and out and... Um, you know, they go off the ferries every now and then, and that definitely happened last week. Yeah, well, they're, they're capable of a lot better. Yeah. And I think the, the, well, their coach, Adam O'Brien, said after the game, it's between the ears. 
Uh, they've been very inconsistent. They go win, loss, win, yes. loss, win, loss. So you never know what you're going to get with them. Uh, Bradman Best uh, might be better off for that run last week. Uh, he came back from his injury. So Callum Ponga, he needs to play a lot better than he did last week. He wasn't involved. But then again, his forwards didn't. The, the yeah. Titans' forwards are all over them like a rash. If they allow Souths to do the same, then they're in for a, a, yeah. a shocking Not a good night. night. Not a good night. Souths uh, by... Yeah, South will win it comfortably. I, th- I just think where their mindsets will be at after last both teams after last weekend, you can't not say that South will go out there and win it comfortably. You would hope so, and I think Wayne's not hoping also not to have a situation that he had the week before. I'm sure this won't happen, but uh, against Canterbury, they, they yeah. just weren't there. But this is a final, and I'm sure they'll be ready and in front of their home fans I'm expecting per- South Sydney perfect for Wayne to have that win coming into the finals so yeah rabbits for me well the NRLW kicks off Steve uh, firstly who do you like um, to for the title I, I, just out of what I've seen in the last couple of years and I know some other teams uh, like you know the Warriors and um, the Roosters have picked up you know uh, Charlotte Catholic and I think another union player and you know, they're great in their own game, and um, she's won a gold medal. But um, I'm still impressed with the Broncos. The reason why I like the Broncos is uh, they still got Ali Brigginshaw, and they still got other great players that have been there in, in the last two seasons. Meg Ward. Meg Ward's still there. Julia, um, Julia Robinson. Yeah. So, and they've gained Talisha Harden um, in the middle. So, um, I think that's a big bonus for them. Um, Talisha, she's shown last year what she can do. Um, so she she's a you know she's a big forward. That doesn't mind the physicality. So, I, I, I think the way they're coached and the way they go and play. I've said this about them last year. I'm impressed. I reckon they'll go three peat. Yeah. Um, the Bronco girls. Talisha Harden. She was with the Broncos the first year. First year, she? then she went to the Roosters. And now she's back. Now yeah. she's back. Yeah. She's yeah. a deadly choice as an ambassador. And um, I was actually had a chat to her today. So they, they're fired up. They've had a really mixed like. You know, really mixed off season too. So there's only there's only there's girls only coming out of isolation as we speak. Um, so haven't had much prep, um, but you know I'm sure Brisbane uh, will be ready to go. Okay, well we're going to look at the first um, the first game we've got here is on Saturday between the Roosters and Dragons and Charlotte Catholic, that rugby union superstar, is um, at number six. For the Roosters, that's a that's a big in. That's a big but in. I do like the back line for um, the Dragons with Bremner, Sergis, Kelly, and and Studden. That's that's star studded that back line. That yeah. really is um, really good. And Kezi Apps up front, sorry, in the second row, obviously as well. Um, There's a few old Bronco names in there, I think. Well, I, I just I, I think Kazlik. All eyes will be on Kazlik. See what she can ignite. But I still, uh, she's obviously been a star of rugby sevens. Um, She's one of the biggest names in in women's uh, rugby, if not the biggest in, in women's rugby in the world. It, so, you know, for her in rugby, and you talk, it was sevens as well, uh, coming into, and we see how physical uh, these women's team have been over the last couple of years, I think it, it's it's not going to be a walk in the park for her. I, th- I, I think St George will come out and take advantage of that. Mm. They'll tire very quickly, um, to be honest. Even though she's fit, I... I just think rugby league's a very different game. It's very different from sevens too, uh, to 13 aside. And as you said, I really like the look of the the Dragons team. I, I think the Dragons um, will do the Roosters. 
Yeah, I, I agree, Steve. We've, we've agreed on everything today. This is a concern. In the final <laughs> game, the Broncos versus the Warriors. Well, Ooh, it's a tough like, one. like you've already spoken about the Broncos, and they've got some um, you know, big stars. Ali Brigginshaw, one of the, the best players in the world today, as we know. Uh, Millie Boyle, a tremendous yeah. forward up front. There's so many big names in, in the Broncos side, and uh, there's a few new names as well, but the, we've seen this team gel. Uh, they've got great culture, and they seem to be able to bring it all together, no matter who who's in the team. So um, I, I think I'm definitely uh, going to lead with Honey Harimi uh, out. Um, that that doesn't help them either. The the Warriors uh, does it? No, it doesn't. You know, it's um, I having a look at both these teams. I'm look. I think the Warriors. Um, you know, in talking to um, Talisha, she had a chat to her about. You know, opposition, and you know they've they've had some good good gains, but um, I still think a, a disciplined Brisbane side will will take this one out. Yeah, Karina Brown's playing too. Yeah. Um, you know, fantastic uh, rugby league player for, for for Queensland and Australia. Yeah. She's um, she's a fullback for the Warriors, so that'll, that'll be interesting to see how she goes with a a new side. I'm yeah. pretty sure that is for her. So um, yes, I I cannot see anything other than a Broncos win, Steve. Yeah, both at Canberra. They're both at Canberra. Double header. Double header at Canberra. Yeah. Okay, so, so we're Brisbane. all we're going. I think right we're, going, we're going with the same picks all the way through here. There's no real home side in these um, women's games, of course, because they're, they're, none of them are playing at home. This one's at, at um, GIA Stadium. So anyway, very interesting to see uh, what unfolds in the NRL final series. Uh, yeah, I'm expecting. I'm still expecting a Melbourne Storm Penrith Grand Final. I think at this point, Steve. Yeah, you reckon that's why it's like. I think so too. I, yeah, I, I can't go past that. Um, to be honest, and just coming into this weekend, it's nearly like you can, you know, shouldn't say this. Guarantee that the sides that are coming on on form will will definitely win. Yeah, I think it's going to be very difficult for teams outside the four to be honest yeah. to win. Even though I love the look of South Sydney last week, can they keep doing that? Oh, that's that's right. a big, that's a million dollar question there. The Canberra Raiders obviously have got the grit to do it. I don't think Newcastle or Cronulla are any chance no. uh, featuring in the, even in the last. I don't think they'll get past this week, let alone get into the last four. So it's it's there for the Melbourne Storm. It's there for the Panthers. I think that's, yeah. that's what we're heading towards it. Yeah, Grand without final, a doubt, you know, there's the Roosters will have a say in this because I was going to say there's a there's another team that'll have something very different to say. Mm. And it'll be interesting to see how they go. Mm. Okay, Steve. Well, look, thanks very much for your for your thoughts. Um, I suppose uh, also we, last week we've we've seen some um, unfortunate uh, incident there with um, Tyrone Peachy. Um, yeah, it's uh, come to a stalemate. I've heard. Yes, he he said he was um, racially vilified by the Newcastle uh, player. Yeah, it's um, so it's, it's it's Mitch Barnett, but then yeah. the, now that the NRL's met with both of them and they're, uh, they're going to have a, a conciliatory meeting. Yeah, I, I heard that. The, the 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 worst thing is out of a situation like this is um, there's no way um, an Indigenous player will, would lie about that. So no. that's the thing. So that's um, and uh, Tyrone's definitely not like that. No. So there would. Ha- Whatever he has said, you'd have to. The jury should be with him because I don't think it should be a star mate because you, you don't lie about those sort of things. No, well that's where it's at, Steve. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, there, there's a, a difference of opinion yeah. on what was said, and I believe that the 
video has been looked at, but this is where it's at. So yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I've heard that. So that yeah, I mean, they'll sort it out, no doubt. I mean, Tyrone will move on. Um, mm. You know, and uh, you know things that you know, as I said, it, it yeah, at least you can guarantee that you, as an Indigenous player, you don't lie about those things. So no, you know, you don't make them up. No, exactly. That's what. Uh, uh, Tyrone Peachy did say, mm. but it's one of those situations yeah. where we've got a difference yeah. of um, not just opinion, but one one player mm. saying one thing and another player saying the other. Yeah. So that's the way it's uh, yeah, that's how it's unfolded yes. at this point in time. The other thing is um, from last week, with a lot of talk about um, Melbourne's prop Max King, he's pleaded guilty to that hip drop charge yeah. made against him by the uh, match review committee. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see uh, what his penalty is on that one. That's just come in this afternoon, just before we um, we went on air here, Steve. So Max King's pleaded guilty to that. I've never look, heard, I've, to be honest, I haven't heard of the hip drop. Well, look, there was some, some idea that he did went out there to do it. So some people have said, I think Greg Alexander, that it, that it, was, it was the intent to hurt and cause physical um, damage. Oh, I don't believe that's the case. No. I agree with Craig. Bell. I don't think there's many, if any, players that do that. And I don't believe Max King would do that. No, yeah. just knowing him, uh, yeah. I don't believe that's the case. And Craig Bellamy said that that the whole idea of that would be ridiculous. So, mm. uh, unfortunately, he's uh, he's looking at an extended period out. We're not quite sure at this point how 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 long because uh, that hasn't unfolded yet the exact um, time frame. But anyway, yep. that was a big talking point yeah. out of the game. But I, I'm with you, Steve. I don't believe. I really don't believe, and knowing Max King, I don't, I don't believe no. that that would be the case uh, at all. Anyway, we'll uh, stay tuned. See for we next go. week. Yeah, thanks, John.